Hi there. Welcome to the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hi, ladies. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so happy that you are here and welcome. If you are a newer listener, let me introduce myself for a second. <laughs> My name is Brittany. I'm a Catholic wife and mom of three boys, and I'm a personal trainer, group fitness instructor, prenatal and postpartum specialist. I have a sports nutrition certificate, and this is what I do. I am a full-time stay-at-home mom with my three boys who are ages almost five, two and a half, and nine months. And I work with all of you in the early morning hours, in the nap hours, in the late night hours, and I absolutely love it. I love fitness and health. I love it because I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly on all sides of it. I have seen those who take really good care of their physical health um, enjoy the benefits of that and have really great longevity, be able to be running around playing with their grandkids. And I've also seen the other side of that where a lack of care for one's body um, can affect these areas of your life in a negative way when they hold you back because of sickness and other things. So I know that, of course, I have to caveat that, that not all sickness or not all whatever conditions are, you know, the direct result of lifestyle choices. However, you can absolutely do a little Google search and see that most conditions are a lot of conditions and a lot of like um, heart-related, heart like heart disease and diabetes, those kinds of things are very directly related to um being obese, being overweight, you're a lot more at risk for a lot of things. So very passionate about getting these things under control, setting up great habits, and helping you automate them so that that doesn't happen and so that you can truly enjoy your life to the fullest as your body physically allows you to. Okay, so a <laughs> long dissertation that I didn't know I was going to go on today, um, all from an introduction, so I don't introduce myself very often, but you can visit fitmomlifetofullest.com if you want to find out more about what I do and what I can offer you. And today, this podcast episode is coming to you from a listener question, which is awesome. She said that she had some traveling coming up this summer and would love if I would do a podcast episode on this. So we're going to talk about nutrition and health while traveling And I have two trajectories for you, and the first one is very short, okay? You ready for it? You can pretty much turn off this podcast at four minutes if you want to go with option one. Option one, if you are traveling and it is like a very short stint, it's very rare for you to do, say you're going on exact real life, I am going on an anniversary trip with my husband. This never has happened before in our marriage history since our honeymoon. So we are going on a little anniversary trip and it's a couple days long and we are, I'm not going to care (laughs) about what I eat. I'm going to absolutely go with option one here. Um, So as I'm telling you this and recommending it to you, you ladies should know by now, that I would only ever tell you something if I would do it myself. Option one, if it's something you don't go on a ton, you maybe like you go on one vacation a year or one weekend trip or something like that. My advice to you, and this is the same thing I would say to a one-on-one client in the same situation, is don't eat yourself sick, but otherwise enjoy. Don't track, don't stress. If you don't eat vegetables for a few days, you're gonna live. And for those of you who are already so conditioned and in such a healthy place, you're actually going to get sick of it. That's kind of the fun thing and the cool thing that I've noticed about myself. If 
I go, if I do this and if and when I do this, like we're probably eating burgers and having more drinks than we normally would. And I'm sure with eating out, I will definitely be getting at least some side salads or salads to go along with it just because I do feel so much better when I eat that way. But even if I didn't, um, I would definitely come home and be like, oh, I'm excited to get back to some salads and, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables available all the time. So it's cool to realize that you actually prefer that and how much your body runs better off of that. So you 100% have my permission from a personal trainer right here telling you that if you don't do this very often and you you really just want to enjoy yourself, do what you want to do and then let the chips fall where they may pick it back up when you come home. And you also know me well enough to know that you're not going to come home Oh my goodness, I just realized right now, five minutes in, I did not put up my little pop socket. So my peas are probably coming in really hot to you today. I'm sorry. I have a little thing that goes in front of the microphone that softens that. And I just totally forgot to do that. <laughs> sorry, I'm not going to restart it. I'll try to back off the mic a little bit. But um, that's awesome. If you want to do option one, cool. Like enjoy yourself. Don't stress about it. If you're normally logging, don't log. It's going to be okay. Obviously, if this is like two weeks, you're probably not going to want to go with that. You're probably going to want to go more into option two, but a long weekend or a couple days or whatever, don't worry about it. It's not going to be a big deal. Just obviously none of us like to feel stuffed or sick. So again, my only advice there is just don't eat yourself sick. But option two, which is more where this listener was coming from asking the question, um, well, if you have several trips coming up, you travel regularly. Some of you travel for work and things like that and you want to continue to lose fat or maintain fat loss, like you want to be in a healthy spot, you don't. I also will say with option one, I'm not guaranteeing. It's not like you're going to come home. If you eat, you know, whatever you want for five days and don't really care about it, you will probably come home with five pounds of bloat. And then if you get right back to eating normally, 80-20 exercising, it's going to come off. Like that's going to be fine. That was not that's different than three months of consistently eating like that, where then, yes, you're going to have weight that you actually need to lose. So I also don't stress about that. I want to just add that in there and caveat that, that I, when we go to enjoy ourselves, like, and that's not what our primary thing is. We're actually taking a pretty active little trip. We're going hiking and kayaking and all of this stuff. So we're going to be really active anyways. Like that's what we like to do. And that's fun to us. That's how we bond is doing active things. And then, yeah, we're going to have a burger and a beer afterwards or whatever. And so it might all even shake out. But even if it didn't, like I'm not going to freak out about it. I'm not tracking. I'm not doing any of that. Then when I come home, if I see the scale up five pounds, I'm not going to freak out because I know it will come right off when I get back to eating more, quote unquote, normally back into my routine. So I also want you to know that, that if you decide to go that route, like, yes, you're probably going to see it on the scale at first and then don't worry about it. It's going to come off. It's not your new normal. Okay, now on to option two. So this is if you, again, it's going to be more of a thing. (laughs) You have several of them. It's longer and you want to keep advancing on your goals. You either want to keep losing fat or you want to maintain your current fat fat loss or maintain your current body composition. Now you're going to want to live 80-20 just like you do at home. 80% clean whole foods, 20% treats or indulgences. And I think this person who asked me this as well, this is where she's falling is it's several trips. They have a lot of travels planned for summer and she wants to continue to move on her goals or at least maintain. So that's what you need to do is 80% whole clean foods, 20% treats. And so then I think more the question delving into it is like, what does that look like? How do I do that then on the road? And this is so cool because we've come such a long way in healthy packaged foods. So yes, they're higher on the processed food spectrum, which 
I wouldn't advise you to do if you were home. If you were home and could just have a beautiful fresh salad, I would say have a fresh salad instead of having some like processed kale chips. However, when you're on the road and that's your option, that's your option. Okay, so I'm just going to share some tricks and brands and things like that that I personally use when I'm on the road um, on a car trip or whatever. And we do have a couple coming up. Like I will, we have that little anniversary trip, but then later in the summer, we're all going as a family away for a week and we're going to be driving both ways again. So we're going to have at least car time. I think those that can be the toughest days are the, if you're flying somewhere or driving somewhere, because then usually once you're parked somewhere, you're either getting groceries for the week. That's what we do. And we stay in a condo and do that. Or like for our shorter trip, you're going out for meals, but you have more availability usually in restaurants and even fast food to get those side sales, things like that. And we'll talk about that. So tip number one is to pack high protein snacks. What typically falls by the wayside when you're traveling are protein and then your micronutrients because you're not getting in as much veggies, typically. So number one, going with protein, I want you to try to use as clean of high protein snacks as possible because some are just like five paragraphs long in their ingredient list. This is another thing though, if if you're not doing it all the time and you're using this to pull you out in a pinch, that's totally fine. You know, this is not your normal. So you can do what you want to do there, but there is a big range. Firstly, protein bars. You know, there are some that are, have so many ingredients that are really high processed. I'll use this example with my eight week beginner ladies that there are some protein bars I get from Aldi that have a ton of additives, but they also have 20 grams of protein. So that's a nice bang for my buck, but I don't love all the additives. So I'll have them sparingly. I don't have them every single day. If I know I'm short in protein, I'll have them. But then there are some really clean brands like the Perfect Bar or Raw Rev Glow. Now, Perfect is probably not going to be great for you on a trip because those need to be refrigerated. So unless you're bringing a cooler to throw some some food in or whatever, Raw Rev Glow are really clean ingredients. They're really tasty. They're also really tiny. <laughs> you open up, you're like, this is two bites. <laughs> it's always I always caveat with that because I know a lot of us like to feel like we're like eating a lot. You're not going to feel like that. But they're really clean and they're really delicious. I really like the double brownie ones, but they are more expensive than um, some other protein bars. I think Raw Rub Glow and Perfect are on the same range. But again, if this isn't something you do all the time and you're, you know, usually when you're traveling, you're looking to get some car snacks anyways, that would be a good option to grab. But any protein bars, something upwards of 10 grams of protein and as clean of ingredients as possible. Beef jerky is another great one. It's so funny. I think it's such a road trip staple, but hello, it's just straight protein and there are some super clean ones. There's um, Epic brand and oh shoot, I can't think of the other one. I just bought it. Oh, I don't know, but they have, they've come a long way in this too, where it's not Slim Jims, which is just like highly processed and stuff. Like they have really good quality jerkies now and the flavors of some are super good where I'm not a jerky person at all, but I can swing it to get more protein in. So that's nice um, to pack as well. And then trail mix is another one I'll always, these are exactly my go-tos. Like I, everything off, off this list I get and I couldn't think of any more. So if I thought of more, I would give you more. But if and if you, as a listener, are listening to my list and are like, oh, we also always do this one in addition, let me know and I will let everybody else know in future episodes. But trail mix is always one that I go to. And this one you just obviously want to watch out for. Some can just be more chocolate than they are worth fat-wise. But 
some that have a good balance of nuts and other stuff in there, sunflower seeds and whatnot can, you know, be really good protein and good fats. Those are all healthy fats. And yes, absolutely get the yogurt chips in there or get the chocolate in there for a little bit, little treat, but you're going to have to watch to the whole melting factor. We always go in the summer, so I'm always thinking of things that won't melt in the car. And obviously this is coming out for summer, so same there if you're traveling through hot places. So that all is pretty much under high protein snacks. The other item I want you to focus on are getting the vegetables in. Because like I said, the micronutrients are what fall by the wayside. And you don't want to like have a fun time and then come home and get sick right away because you were missing all those vitamins and minerals. So again, fresh would always be best. But if you're not packing a cooler or doing anything fresh and you're talking about things you're maybe packing in the car or on a plane with you or something, they have some really cool options in kale chips, cauliflower chips, um, some dried fruits as well. And then, and always check your labels because some are going to be more high sugar than others. Some are going to have added sugars and some are not. Some that I really like, oh, I didn't even put these on here. I was just telling a client about this one the other day. The Good Bean is a brand, I'm sure I've talked about it on here before. They do roasted um, beans and chickpeas and they're so good. Like I would not know that I was eating beans. I'm not even a huge beans person and they're just, they have like sriracha and like honey lime or whatever, these really yummy flavors. And I, some of them might have added sugar. You're going to have to peek at that. But that is where too, I'm like, all right, well, if I'm traveling in the car and I'm either going to have sour gummy worms or I'm going to have, you know, these beans, <laughs> then at least I might as well have the beans. Uh, but you know, that's always the trade-off. That's the fun trade-off that we get to make. And that's part of this lifestyle is like, okay, but would you rather or would you rather have the sour gummy worms? But if you're trying to get some nutrients in, get some other like actual nutritional value to it, you know, then it's all right to sometimes forego the gummy worms and have something else, even if it has a little bit of added sugar, because there's so many benefits that kind of counterbalance that. So again, because you're not going to eat kale, you're not going to sit in your car munching on a bunch of kale like a rabbit. So if you're going to eat some kale chips and they have a little bit of sugar sprinkled on them to make them tastier, you're going to live. Again, same thing with dried fruits, but here's where I would just, it just pays to look because sometimes like it just differs in the fruit. I've come home with one kind of dried mangoes and another kind of dried mangoes, both from Aldi and one has added sugar and one does not. So it's worth taking a peek at. Okay. Last thing we're going to talk about are the best drive through foods. Now, if you go back to podcast episode 162, I lay all of this out. I tell you what to look for in general. And I also go through some popular fast food places to let you know what my order is or how I look at the menu board. One thing I'm going to reiterate though here is not not to look at the board and think what's lowest calorie. And that is a diet culture mentality that just has to die. And that's something I was definitely brought up with is like, okay, what's lowest calorie? That's probably the healthiest. That does not mean it's the healthiest. Calories are just units of energy. If you haven't eaten a meal in the car, like you're going to just keep picking at the snacks because you have nothing substantial in you. So it'd be so much better to go through Wendy's and get a big chicken salad with some grilled chicken and be filled up. And you're not doing it all the time. That's not what you maybe would have chosen. But like what what is the best choice you can make? That's what I want you to think about when you are traveling on the road. It's like, okay, because you can eat so healthily out. And this is something that I think people use as a cop out. I think part of it can be ignorance because you're just really not sure what's the best thing. So in that kind of vein, you want to stick to grilled instead of fried. 
You want to limit like creamy items, usually more of a like Italian dressing is going to usually be a little bit lighter in calorie and fat than a like Caesar dressing or whatever, or like a ranch. But you also need to be filled up. Like you need to be satiating yourself so that again, you don't just eat trail mix all day. Sometimes we think we're saving calories by going for you know, the 300 calorie salad instead of the 500 calorie, but then we're very quickly making that up in other foods that are not going to fill us up so well. So refer back to that podcast episode for the drive-through items. I think that would be really helpful, but you're just looking at it like you would. You're using the same skills that you have at home and applying them on the road. Like, okay, I need a balance of carbs, fat, and protein in a green. How can I get that balance right now? How can I bring that balance with me in the car? Like I'll do that even if I'm just jumping in the car to go to a play date or something and I haven't eaten in a while, grab like a protein shake and then grab like a little baggie of carrots and peppers or grab a bag of trail mix so that I have some fat to balance everything out. You know, that's the idea that I always want you having in the back of your mind is the balance of carbs and fat and protein. Like even if you're just grabbing an apple to eat on the run somewhere, that's going to spike your blood sugar. So grab a little handful of nuts to go with it so it stabilizes it. These are the tips and tricks that I'm teaching my clients one-on-one or in group settings that you might be eating the quote-unquote like right things, but it's not the right combinations. And that is what is making you either like want to fall asleep a half hour later or you never feel full because you don't have enough fat, all that stuff. So it's the same basic rules applying when you are home or when you're away. Okay, next point is to hydrate. And I put in my notes, hydrate before turning in. So hydrate before going to bed because a lot of times when you're on a plane, like you don't want to have to use the bathroom a ton of times. When you're in the car, you definitely don't want to have to use the bathroom a ton of times and keep stopping. So my little trick here is I just try to get to where I'm going and then drink as much water as I can once I'm there. And yes, you could be like, oh, but then you can't sleep at night or whatever. Yes, you might get up twice to use the bathroom, but to me, it's worth it to stay hydrated and I don't want to be stopping all the time in the car. So I try to really limit my water and coffee in the car so that I'm not holding us up all the time. (laughs) Last summer, we went to Virginia Beach when I was like eight months pregnant. I was like right, right there. Like my OB was like, this is probably the last week you ever should go. And she was not super happy about it. I kind of did the like, oh, so is it okay if, and she's like, well, you're literally already going. So I don't know what you want me to tell you? I was like, yep, that's a good point. I am in fact already going. I should not have even asked. Like, it doesn't matter if I have my baby in Virginia Beach. I have my baby in Virginia Beach. So I definitely was trying to limit the water so that I did not make a stop, but definitely try the water before bed trick. Okay. Lastly, and my neighbor is mowing her lawn like right next to this wall outside where I'm recording. So you probably might hear that and it's fine. It's springtime. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Okay. Lastly, um, get some movement in when you can. So the question was more specifically about nutrition, but I just wanted to tag this on there too, because that's going to help keep things regular. It's going to help. And that's actually a big problem that a lot of people like don't want to talk about because no one really wants to talk about bowel movements. But a lot of people experience constipation while traveling. And I think that two of the biggest factors there are the lack of water and the lack of micronutrients. So you want to keep your vegetables flowing in the water. Also, one thing I didn't say when I was talking about snacking on veggies is to also, you could also sip your veggies. This is something I like to do and don't always think ahead to do. I will buy a greens powder usually for when we're traveling, which yes, I would always tell you to try to get 
your nutrients as much from whole clean foods as you can. But again, when you're not going to be eating a salad on, in the car because you're not stopping to drive through, then a greens powder can be really nice because you know that you're getting some servings of vegetables in and it's a nice little substitution. So I try to do that when we're going to be going away, bring it with us so that we can get some greens in for sure. But okay, the last point again is about getting movement in. So maybe that looks like walks, even if you are on a long car trip when you do stop for lunch, because sometimes like we'll be riding in the car and sitting makes you tired. We pull up to like a picnic table so we can all get out and eat a meal. And then I like my first impulse is to go sit because yes, we're sitting to eat a meal, but like we've just been sitting in the car the whole time. So I try to get up and walk around, move those legs because like it's helpful to get some movement in is also going to be helpful for energy. So also stands for when you are at a place. If you can go for walks, go for family walks, or you just get out or run in the morning if and or walk if it's safe and you know appropriate. You can always do at least mobility work in your room as well, or like a quick body weight circuit, just like squats, push-ups, planks. Like there's a lot you can do that's just body weight, and then you'll feel so much better uh, throughout your day and have so much more energy as well. And then again, we're talking, we want to continue progress. We don't want progress to stall because you are away. So that's it. Number one, pack high protein snacks. Number two, snack or sip your veggies. Number three, you can eat super clean at drive throughs Just don't look for the lowest calorie option. And you can refer back to that podcast 162 to get my tips there. Number four, hydrate before turning in. And number five, get in some movement where you can. And also what you could do, I have a bunch of body weight and just like banded workouts on my YouTube channel, just fit mom life to the fullest. So you can, bands are always super easy to pack. So a lot of times if you don't want to just do body weight or body weight's hard for you, because maybe like you're like pushups are super hard or planks are super hard, grab your band and there's a ton of stuff you can do with a band. And that will be great to get your strength training in as well. Because you know I love strength training. That's a big key around here. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope that was helpful. And thank you to my listener who submitted that question. And I would love and welcome your questions anytime at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com. And lastly, if you are not on the email list and you would like to be, you can head to fitmomlifetothefullest.com. And right there on the homepage, you can sign up for the email list. It says join. No, it says receive a macro cheat sheet, something along those lines. And I'll send you a macro cheat sheet to help you out with what macros, what foods fit re- most macro requirements. And then I will add you to the email list and our emails come out every Thursday. So, all right. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you soon. 